it seems like this place is so populated with the dead that it'd be weirder to go there and not see a ghost. Yeah. There's everything here. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week we are heading over to Missouri to see what's popping over in the Midwest. That's right. Yep. Our old stomping grounds. That's right. Will and I lived in Missouri from 1997 to the year 2000. Mm-hmm. The year 2000. <laughs> we moved to New Jersey. William and Kristen will move from Missouri <laughs> in the year 2000. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, this is uh, an interesting one because we talk a lot about the fact that we grew up in the woods of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, we live in New Jersey now and have for a very long time. Yeah. Obviously, we've lived in New Jersey for 22 years then, almost mm-hmm. 23. Yep. Um, but there is that three-year stint yeah. that we did. Hard time. Yeah. <laughs> in Missouri. Yep. We lived in a suburb of St. Louis. Uh-huh. Called Wildwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, how wild it was. Yes. <laughs> I saw some hairy, scary stuff. Oh, God, I did too. Yeah. I had some wild. I wa- my, whatever. Wildwood was wild. Bad? Yeah. Okay. I I encountered, uh, it was the first time that I ever smoked a cigarette. Uh-huh. It was like 11 years old. Yep. There's a lot of that kind of shenanigans. Yep. At a very young age. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, Yeah. <laughs> so not to get trapped in the deep dark hole yeah. of, of the rough part of our childhood. Yeah, it was something else. Yeah, for sure. Um, but this is also an era where I feel like uh, I want to just state for the record, not that we didn't before, but I felt like this was an era where we very distinctly started to bond as a brother and sister. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, at least that's how I recall it. Because I remember we would certainly do all the stuff that, that siblings do. We would fight and yeah. we would argue and stuff like that. But I also remember this being a, a period of time in our life where like we would just do like wacky stuff and prank each other. Yeah, that is true. And I, I think that moving... A couple of times when we were young fortified mm-hmm. our relationship to a certain extent. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. But I also remember nights where um, you snuck out with your friends and then yep. I had my friends over as well and we were trying to investigate where you had gone. Yeah. And so by that point, literally every child in the house had snuck out while mom and dad were like sleeping. Yeah. Climbing up the hill. I remember I, was, I like climbed up the steep hill where we lived mm-hmm. to try to figure out where you guys were. There was a house that was being constructed at the top of the hill. Yep. And I remember getting close enough to almost go into this empty it was just exposed plywood yeah skeleton of a house yes and i think we talked ourselves out of going in because it had gone too, it had gone too far we Good. were too scared yeah but i assume that glad. you must have been in there i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know yeah <laughs> but there, there's shenanigans abound as as young teens definitely in definitely definitely also one time Kristen put dog poop on my windowsill <laughs> to prank me you know things like this like yeah. i said our times in wildwood were wild i smelled a ghost <laughs> i'll just put it that way that's right. Kristen was tasked with cleaning up dog poop in the yard, and I had done something to, <laughs> to transgress. My- <laughs> Kristen, Kristen, I think you like perfected your mode of revenge. Yeah, in Missouri. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think I did like hone that to a sharp point. It was psychological. Yeah, it was psychological it was warfare. <laughs> It was feces were involved. It was brother on sister, excuse me, sister on brother terrorism. It was. Yeah. I, uh, uh, we would do these, we, each of us had to like clean the kitchen X number of nights. Yeah. We'd like kind of like designated chores like for the nights of the week. Became a bartering system. So I'd be like, (sighs) Kristen, I will clean the kitchen every night for a month if you do XYZ, whatever the hell the thing was. Yep. Somehow I had transgressed in some way, shape, or form. And Kristen came at me one day and she goes, No, you know what? I'm going to get back at you. You are not going to know it was me. But someday something's going to happen to you. And it will have been because I did it to you. You don't know. And I, it scared it scared me. So I, I remember just being like, I'll clean the kitchen for do 50 years. If you just don't do whatever it is. I was living with this like sort this of fear. Damocles. Yeah. Hanging over my head that Kristen's machinations were going to somehow destroy my life, my prosperity, my fortune. 
And it was really, I think my only idea, it was all entirely poop based. It was, it would be that I would like hide poop somewhere in Will's room, later his car. This didn't happen, by the my way. Car. It was, yeah, like when you were older. Oh, but, you you were waiting until I was yeah. 17 or 18. It, this was the long Thank game. Thank God we moved. I know. <laughs> Um, it didn't happen, but I, my plan was that I was going to hide poop somewhere that Will couldn't find, and yet would still <laughs> and would still have an olfactory impact right. that would drive him absolutely nuts and well, not be able to room, find the source. My room smells, and I can't find right. it. That's what. But there is a lumpy sock <laughs> under my bed. <laughs> I wonder, I couldn't possibly be that. Right. This devious psychopath. Right. But I didn't, I knew that I didn't even need to really do it because it was just the idea. Right. That's so torturous. But yes. if push were to come to shove, that was what I thought I would do. Planted a seed in my mind, a nugget. Yeah. You planted a nugget in my mind. And in the meantime, a I, I put some on your windowsill. Yes, you yeah. did. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I think even that one, I was, I was young, but I, I could recognize like, this is pretty hilarious. It's <laughs> like really crazy. She's like li- reached the shovel out. <laughs> tipped it. It's like the pooper scooper, like delicately. Yeah. Eh, eh. Yep. Pretty funny. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty good stuff. Pretty cool, bro. You got me good. Yeah. But I, I do just for some, I, while we're in like a personal recollection mm-hmm. of, of our time there story, I do have a couple of things that uh, scared me. Yeah. While I was there. Really, uh, maybe this is like a big one, mm-hmm. we'll call it, because it sort of encompassed everything. So right next to our house at the time, there was a big empty lot. Yeah. But in our backyard and to the side, it was like maybe they were trying to sell the land and nobody had bought it. So it was this overrun with weeds mm-hmm. field. Sometimes you would find like box turtles there in the summer or something yeah. like that. Whatever season box turtles come out. In. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I remember, and I was embarrassed of it for a long time, honestly. I was uh, playing in the backyard, just hanging out, whatever. Heated up a DiGiorno. Mm-hmm. Maybe ordered um, from Mr. Good Sense. Oh, man. Or the I dream. was having um, a chocolate custard from whatever. Ted Drew's. From Ted Drew's. These are all local. These yeah. Are things except for DiGiorno. That's... Maybe you got some St. Louis style pizza from Maybe. Little Nemo's. True. Or had some steak. Nemo's? That's, is I think that what that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Maybe you had some steak. Emo's, I think, actually, not is that right? Nemo. Little yeah. Emo Phillips. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had some steak and shake. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And I helped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we heard a voice shout out. It was a whale. I'm uh-huh. going to do an impression of it. This is. Was I it, there? No. Oh. I heard a voice go. I feel like that's going to be really loud. <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah. And we didn't know what that Who's the we? was. Me and a, a friend okay. from the neighborhood. And I, we like paused in our tracks. It was like the middle of the day, sun out, shining, clear day. Guns out. We heard it again. We heard it again. And I remember there were a couple of times that there were kids in a neighborhood behind us who used to like sometimes shout at us or whatever, just like kids being kids. You see another kid. Yeah. It's like a dog barking at another dog. (laughs) Just call out, whatever. We thought maybe it was kids mocking us. So we shouted back. Mm-hmm. Just went ah! and just shouted back, but then the more that this voice sort of like cried out, we were like, "This sounds like something severely wrong." Yeah, this now sounds like somebody in pain. Yeah, and I felt we we ran down, we ran through that empty lot, and we had to like get down this big hill mm-hmm. and get down to this little dead end street, a little cul de sac beneath us, and around the cul de sac was a house with its garage open. And there was a man on the floor of the garage. Yeah. An old man had fallen and cracked the back of his head on the garage floor. And we did not know what to do. Uh, And it was was terrifying. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was like, you're young enough to like... Remember that that age where you're young enough that you're like you're kind of scared of old people. Yeah, I was afraid of everything. I mm-hmm. was afraid of like I was I was terrified for the guy. I was afraid of the guy. No, it's so scary. I don't think I remember that the story started that way. Oh, I yeah. thought you kind of just like happened upon the scene. No, we like oh, followed the sound of wailing, man, to triangulate him. Mm-hmm. And now we're in his house technically because we're in his garage and we're like obviously we have to call nine one one. Yeah, but it felt wrong to somehow go, like, go into the in. man's house. So wasting time in retrospect, we ran all the way back. We had to like climb back up the hill and go back through that empty lot, which took a while. Yeah. To call nine one one, and uh, 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 paramedics came, 
but they came to our house. Right. You have to go back out down the roads and loop all the way around to actually get to the guy. Mm -hmm. So my friend rode in the ambulance because I was new. I didn't know anything. I didn't know how to get down there in a car. Yeah. But he did. So he rode with them and I had cops follow me Mm -hmm. back down the hill to the guy. Yeah. And what I remember happening from there was just people eventually told me, like when it was all over and I was back home, somebody said to me, probably mom and dad, who probably talked to the cops from there, were like, he's going to be okay. Yeah. And it's still, obviously it stuck with me. It still sort of horrified me. And I was never really sure. And, you know, everybody, you know, I, I... Hopefully he was okay, but you can only be okay for a time. Right. You know, but that was a a, a real scary event. It's one of the things that I think of in addition to, and we, you know, I was joking about it, but literally like I do remember like being in the backyards and a lot of sneaking, Mm -hmm. sneaking. A friend got his mom's cigarettes. He brought his, his mom's Virginia Slims to a party and we all smoked them at 11 years old. Like it was a lot of that sort of like little kid rebellious poking at, at the the limitations of what we're allowed to do. Yeah. But yeah, I think of that guy and like wailing out. Yeah. It scared the hell out of me. No, that's a really, really intense experience. It was scary. And, mm-hmm. the, and the, also the back of our house, it was a ranch style house, uh, much like Doritos. Right. Um, the back of the house was almost all windows. Yeah. It was honestly amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah. But that was also the first time that I saw a scream. Uh-huh. Where the, the killer right. throws a chair through the window and gets right. in. And I was like, it gave me the distinct feeling that this house is not safe. Mm-hmm. I've still had dreams about that house because it was both beautiful and I yeah. did get the feeling pretty quickly there that somehow it was not secure. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now you. No, <laughs> no mine are not for the show. No, no, no good. <laughs> nope. All right. Fair enough. Um, Will, you suggested that we do this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would like to give you the floor. I would oh. like you to tell your stories. Okay, sure. More of your stories. Very well. well and these, see where it goes. They're no longer my stories here. These are just stories right. of um, Missouri, things that I did not know, to be mm-hmm. perfectly honest. I, I, I just sort of tried to look around for famous haunted places. I, yeah. I stuck specifically to hauntings here. Um, but the first one that uh, I saw in my searches really, like, Rung a, a, a rung a bell, rings a mm-hmm. bell. Zombie Road. Yeah, like I, I wish I remembered this better. This is a story that would be for the show. I went to Zombie Road. Okay, and I, I really don't remember except that it was like a, a fun, scary with your friends sort of deal. Um, there's a rock that I pass on my way here whenever I come. That's um, it's like a giant, like bouldery rock sort of thing that has a bunch of spray paint on it. And over that is, I believe the number for somebody's house or something. And it always reminds me of zombie road. Mm. I, I guess one of the few things that I remember about it was that there was like a giant rock that was spray painted with a bunch of stuff. Interesting. And um, I, well, I can tell you what I remember the rumors about zombie road being, um, like I said, I, I kind of remember going to be completely honest. I'm not totally sure what actually happened when I was there versus what the story is and yeah, stuff. That makes sense. And also to be honest, I think that I embellished this story when we moved here and I was telling people about it. Oh, now that's ringing a clear bell. Cause you said that, I think, I think you have brought maybe this concept up on the show before zombie road, the words. Yeah. Pinged a memory, but not from Missouri, specifically from you. I think maybe you've told me part of this, but I don't really remember. So yeah, and I just I don't I can't really parse out. I know it's silly. But I can't really parse out what actually happened while mm-hmm. I was there. What is just like that I remember hearing about it, and what was that? I moved to New Jersey, and I was new, and I like was trying to get in the mix, talking to people, and I think that I embellished a story. I don't think that's weird at all. I, I but I, I I don't know what's true. I know I have <laughs> genuinely most, most of my memories are like that. Yeah. I started telling people like. In, in New Jersey, when we moved, mm-hmm. I would tell people, I don't have a memory of my childhood before yeah. I'm like 10. Yeah. And it still is mostly true. I, I, Me I, too. I, I, it's a lot of like conceptual stuff yeah, that I, I like know happened, but I don't really remember. Exactly. Remember. Yeah. And I think maybe this is true of everyone, but I, I never really yeah. hear people describe it the way that you and I have talked about it with each other before, where it's like, I don't know. like the past feels so almost 
fake, like a story. Yeah, like I read a book me. about it yeah. or something, yes. so I know it is probably true. But I like I don't really if remember. That's the every human experience, like an alien. I'm talking about. Are we having the human experience? But like, yeah. I can't. I'm I'm already so prepared to be like, well, we've also experienced traumas. Mm-hmm. That like, are we repressing memories or are we distorting things? I can't remember. I do this <clears> with <throat> kids from my childhood. Yeah, I remember when we lived in maybe it was, maybe it was New Jersey by this point. I would be like, oh, this new friend that I made in New Jersey is the equivalent of this friend that I had in Missouri, who was the equivalent of this friend I had in mm-hmm. Connecticut. They're all the same person in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And l- the more that I would think things like that, the more I would almost like blur these kids together. Right, they kind of merge. I don't know who I knew where. I don't yeah. know anything. My childhood is mush. No, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have that with like kind of equating people to – other people in the timeline but yeah it is just like it's like hearsay to me rather than like living in my brain i don't know why that is case for you too like like i said maybe Maybe, it's maybe it's everybody and nobody talks about this maybe or maybe we have gone through some stuff i I don't know maybe both by the way yeah but um i the point is i totally get what you're saying also when you're a kid you embellish yeah yeah I, and I know I did it when we moved both times. Like, I definitely remember fully making up that um, our house was haunted in Connecticut. Hell yeah. And I said that there was, like, a lady in my room or something. This Great. is, like, what I told people in St. Louis. Yeah. And I know that I know that I did for real go to Zombie Road. I just don't know what's real and what I made up. Fair enough. Here's the deal. Here's what I know about Zombie Road. So, I remember here. This I remember hearing, like, hearsay, whatever that it there was it was like a long narrow road where if you drove down i think that this was for real i'll stop saying that because it's annoying to be like i think this was yeah, it, just take whatever, for granted that we're not really i'm not totally sure here's what i think i know about zombie road and some of it may be from reading and some of it may be from experiencing or lying that it's a long narrow road that you would drive down and you couldn't until you got to the end of it, there isn't really a place to do a K-turn or turn all the way around or whatever. And that you drive, 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 drive. At the end, there is kind of like a clearing area where you could turn around and there's a mill that's at the end there. Okay. And something bad happened in the mill, like, you know, back in the day. And also like, uh, you know, like Satanists or insert scary people here yeah. now meet in the mill and okay. do whatever. And that on the way, there was this big rock painted with, like, a bunch of... Honestly, at the time, I think it was satanic. We would say it was satanic symbols and stuff or whatever. Because that would be, like, the ultimate scary person yeah. for, you know, 20 years ago or whatever. Or t- more than 20 years ago. So yeah, just giant, somebody who's, like, trying to prove a point. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> that's not really yeah. what... Um, so, yeah, like, a, a rock painted with a bunch of satanic symbols. And that there was a tree with a ton of knives hanging from the tree. Oh, cool. Um, Blackwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. trees. Yeah. And uh, that there were people, like, if you drove down, who might come out and be, like, knocking on your car and, like, messing with you and stuff like that. Ah, yes. Okay. Some, so, of, yeah. some of what you're saying lines up with some photos that I've seen. I did not see the knife tree, but the idea of it being a small road. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it's drivable, but I've also heard that, like, the accounts that I'll give you were from a time where it was not paved. Yeah. It has since been paved and sort of uh, beautified, mm-hmm. but it used to certainly be like a very tight corridor. Yeah. And it was very like the Missouri version of weird New Jersey. Like that was something that like kids talked about yeah. or whatever. And it would be like a cool thing to go there. And it's yeah. like scary to do. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about Missouri also for us is like we went from living in the the woods, like a fairly like remote surrounded by trees to being surrounded by a lot of farmland Mm -hmm. so we were in another like developments yeah it was it was up and coming yeah so there was still wilderness to be cleared out and tamed Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of open space yeah so we sort of moved from a more remote ish to a slightly less remote Mm -hmm. before we finally come to new jersey and we're like in the suburbs yeah like conventional conventional suburbs Mm -hmm. but um 
so yeah, th- this like woodsy thing followed us for like our whole life to some degree. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of what you're saying is true. And the this, the idea of like people coming out and touching your car and stuff that almost feels evocative of like Clinton Road in New Jersey as well, like famous spooky roads where that sort of yeah. thing happens. Well, I'm thinking about people like enveloping your car from both oh. sides. Oh, like zombies. Yeah, literally like yes. zombie road. Yes, is a million zombies coming out to <laughs> that, that kind of vibe. Yeah, gotcha. So here's my research on Zombie Road, and and I've got a bunch of sort is here find them on gttupod.com in the mm-hmm. show notes for the show this uh first part of the story is from only in your and basically according to this article and other sources about zombie road zombie road is haunted by just about everything yeah <laughs> every kind of ghost you can imagine is there it seems like this place is so populated with the dead that it'd be weirder to go there and not see a ghost. Yeah. There's everything here. <laughs> so here's, a, here's a quote from OnlyInYourState.com. The stories associated with the old roadway nicknamed Zombie Road in Missouri are many. Located outside of St. Louis, the original name of the road was Lawler Ford Road, and it was constructed in the late 1860s. It was originally built to gain access to the Merrimack River and the railroad tracks located alongside. There are photos of these, uh, they're like disused railroad tracks. Uh-huh. So they're technically still in there, but they're almost like uh, uh, <clears throat> at ground level. Like the top of the rail is just yeah. part of the ground. Like it's so like well trod over and stuff. It makes it kind of spooky to see like yeah. the remnants of a railroad. Which is yeah. relatively modern. Right. Getting swallowed by the forest. Definitely. there. It's going to be unsatisfying, but there's somewhere that I've gone to take a walk here um, with my friend Sarah um, that was that, like yeah. just a railroad that's kind of consumed and it was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really neat looking. Mm-hmm. But also because I'm me, it made me think of the Blair Witch. Yeah. The 2019, I want to say, Lionsgate Blair Witch game. Mm-hmm. Bloober team made this game. Uh, they say that the Burkitt's Hill, the Black Hills Forest also had like rail cars and oh, all cool. this stuff in it. All these structures. And there's more than just Rustin Parr's house in that game. Yeah. Looking at the zombie road here, it felt like the that 2019 Blair Witch game. There's a yeah. lot of stuff in here. Yeah. Somewhere around the beginning of the Maybe 20th. it's a vortex. Could be. It's for everything. It's a hellmouth. Everything's in there. Yeah. Um, Giles is in there taking notes. Yeah. At the hellmouth. He could be very helpful. He really could. The Ripper knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, sorry. The that, Ripper. I know it's so funny. <laughs> that reference really erased the rest of what I was going to say from my memory. <laughs> no, we just want to watch Buffy. I do. Yeah. I was talking about it the other day. I'm in a Buffy so mood good. right now. Um, but so, uh, around the early 20th century, there were clubhouses built there. People would, would go and, and, and resort and stuff mm-hmm. in these woods and relax and stuff. And then come the 40s, those were turned into year-round housing, and then they were abandoned. Okay. So there, there are all these empty structures there that have been left crumbling. It is like a bunch of rust and par houses in there. It's crumbling, dying houses yeah. being eaten by nature. It started being called Zombie Road. As early as the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Now that immediately makes me think, Night of the Living Dead, the way we think about zombies changed yeah, true. in the 60s. Zombie meant a different thing in the 50s. Right. It wasn't until George Romero said that they are the recently deceased coming back to eat you. Right. Um, in the 50s, this yeah, would have been... surprised it would be common parlance. Right? Yeah. In the 50s, it would have been referring, presumably, this is my editorializing, I guess, it would have been referring to the idea of zombies as sort of like voodoo, mind-wiped right. type people. Um, so, um, these articles go on to say that these woods um, were also Native American trails, so maybe there are Native American ghosts there. They also say that the, uh, that the soldiers used it during the Civil War, so there are Civil War ghosts there. Mm-hmm. There are also kid ghosts there. These are all classic ghosts. Classic it ghosts. Be noted. Yes, yeah. these are almost like rote, right? Stock ghosts. Yeah. Right. They're extras. all the best kinds. All the best kinds, I guess. Um, so uh, let's talk more about the name Zombie Road, though. So um, the article goes on to say one popular story and the reason for the name because what's up in there? Zombies. Mm-hmm. Is that of the, uh, it got the name because of the zombie killer, they say. A creepy guy who lived in a shack in the woods who would attack young lovers looking for a place to be ar- alone. Oh. Which is a very classic urban legend yes, tale. Certainly. The kids that go out to be alone and they befall something foul. Yeah. Um, but it almost, almost begs more questioning for me. 
It's called Zombie Road because of the zombie killer. Right. I don't know. What the hell's the zombie killer? Yeah, is that real? What is the deal with that? So um, I here's here's what I've got along those lines from theparanormalguide.com. Some say it's called Zombie Road. There are multiple reasons is the short answer mm-hmm. for Zombie Road, which okay. means no one really knows. Yeah. I think. Whatever the original one is, it's now... Yeah. It's now a shell game with these other potential explanations of the name Zombie Road. Right. So some say it's called Zombie Road because of the railroad workers who once worked there and would rise from their graves at time to roam about. Okay. So they were zombies. But again, zombies weren't the recently dead. So I don't know about that. Yeah. Some insist... That they have heard old-time music, seen anomalous moving lights, and other ghostly sightings from, from a forgotten era. Another tale tells of a, pe- a patient nicknamed Zombie who escaped from a nearby mental facility never to be seen again. His blood-soaked gown was later found lying upon the old road later named after him. Hmm. That is vaguely interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. It sounds very much like of the stock, like, escaped mental patient. They all seem like very classic versions of what their stories are. They do. But I'll do some mental backflips real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, uh, First of all, escaped mental patients probably need a lot of help. Yeah. Probably be caring for these people. Certainly. But certainly we've, it's been the stock scary thing forever. Yeah. Zombie referring to somebody who has been like, lobotomized mm-hmm. or something like that is what calls to mind for me or that like, they could have been calling that patient zombie not in the george romero sense because it didn't exist yet, right there's like but in nothing the behind sense, the eyes exactly yeah in the in the one flew over the cuckoo's nest sense. right um that actually makes mm-hmm. an interest and again i'm doing some heavy lifting to help no but, but no i can see it you yeah. know what i mean but i if you heard that you'd be like yeah i get that exactly um there have been some deaths in these woods During the 1960s, a couple in their late teens were on top of the bluffs overlooking the road below. Uh, The male somehow lost footing and during the fall caught his face in the fork of a small tree. Oh, my God. Uh, His face and scalp remained in the tree while the rest of him fell to his death upon the road below. So he caught his face on a tree. Wait, and he tripped and fell, and that's how this happened? How, how did this happen? Yeah, he lost his footing oh my God. on the bluffs. Tripped and fell, and his face got stuck in the this tree. This is legend. I mean, or <laughs> they're saying it is fact, okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. don't have anyone's names or an article. Right, right. So, you know, we, my Lord. Yeah, exactly. That's all you can really say. That kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Good God. Good golly. <laughs> During the 1990s, a mother and her five-year-old child were crossing a bridge when an oncoming train came their way. The mother's last action was pushing her five-year-old child off the bridge. The engineer was able to stop the train and save the child. Although the mother died, this is one of the happiest endings to a story this area will provide. Yeah. Now, that's also kind of a classic not not the you're walking on a train track and a train well actually that kind of is yeah you've seen that before track, where yeah. like somebody's walking on the train tracks and the train comes and they can't get off but they don't say like the mother's foot was stuck she right. was able to get her child out of the way but she stayed there yeah right yeah you know mm-hmm. uh but we've got another explanation of that name because of an earlier death um this is from uh 1001 eagle wait <laughs> what is this <laughs> 1000 Oh my favorite website 1001 Eagle <laughs> 1001 theeagle.com Oh okay this is a radio station It's a radio station yeah. Um uh Radio stations are excellent sources by the way This I've come across yeah. a lot of radio station like blogs basically about local stuff They've got a, they cover everything yep, it's, it's great awesome Uh is there any truth to the stories behind the name they ask The answer by somebody is the uh, the amazing answer is yes. Specifically, the story of someone hit by a train really happened to Della Hamilton McCullough. Hmm. Uh, only in your state confirms that uh, this was a judge in 1876 who was struck and killed by a train with the resulting injuries so gruesome the remains were like a zombie. What? That is the when the legend were like a zombie. That is when the legend of the ghost of someone being hit by a train lurking in the woods began 
1876, the remains looked like a zombie. Yeah. But you wouldn't have called that a zombie in 1876. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, there's just there's just a garbling up of all this stuff. Which is... Which is, like, it, it's fine. I'm going to say not only is it fine... Yeah. I love it. It's Yeah, it's what you want. I don't know what's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's false. It's all spooky and entertaining yeah it's local lore right hyper local lore yeah that's all kind of like mixed together yes yeah and then kids move there in the late 90s and and the kids who live there tell them about it and they go see it totally. right and then that becomes a hazy memory like this is yeah. how this all is meant to function definitely We're not meant to know yeah right uh so i've got some uh other oh this was very fun i love this i found one more source talking about zombie road i mean there are a bunch yeah but i loved this particular source um i'll start with this a quote from this art- other article i found indeed there are other figures lurking on zombie road st louis county police officers come on this information comes from officer.com <laughs> This year alone, police have written at least 83 tickets for late night trespassing, and tonight will probably bring more Halloween-minded ghost hunters. Scoff laws usually are fined $300, plus $26.50 in court costs. I'm glad I got away scot-free. Said Pouty Royst, Wildwoods Court. Pouty? Pouty. Did I say Pouty? I thought so. I'm Pouty Royst. (laughs) Pouty. Pouty is a great first name. Yeah, it is. Kristen, some sort of like an old story. I'm Pouty. Yeah. Oh, buck up, Pouty. That's awesome. I'm Pouty. I'll be taking you for your cattle rustling. That's so funny. Uh, The tickets evidently say Zombie Road on them. Oh, nice. Which is enough to be like $300 plus the court fines, $326.50. Yeah, maybe we need to go pop down there and linger around a bit. This is like what rich people say, where they're like, you don't get fined for parking in an illegal spot. It costs this much to park there because of the fine or whatever. Right. It's like worth it. Yeah. It is. So here are some Reddit conversations, and I'll I'll knock it off. Mm -hmm. I just. No. William, nothing to knock off. I'm all in. All right. So this this uh, first, <laughs> these are great. I found a Reddit thread of people talking about this. Um, Cake Shamert said this. <laughs> I went back in high school, probably around 2008. We walked down until we ran into what appeared to be a miniature ra- railroad track. Once we got there, all of our flashlights started to flicker. So we decided to head back. Once we got kind of close to the entrance, we passed two older ladies walking down the path with gas lanterns. This was at, like, one in the morning. I can't recall if this actually happened. It's like you. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) That's funny. Or if it was our imagination after the fact. See, everybody does what we do. Yeah. Uh, But they seemed to disappear. Well, well, they're not saying, I can't, I'm not sure whether I lied about this and it got cemented in my psyche or if it was my imagination after the fact. But memory is a form of lying a lot of the time. You're not literally remembering the event. You're like remembering how you felt about an event. You're remembering the last time you remembered an event. Memory is, yeah. It's all the same thing. Uh, We turned around expecting to still see them, and they just weren't there. All I remember about the location is the entrance was in the parking lot of some school. Hmm. And then here's another comment. Walked down that road for like 10 minutes, and cops were waiting at the top to give us a trespassing ticket. They have some kind of motion sensor that will alert them. It's just a money-printing road for cops, so don't (laughs) trespass. That was posted by DJ Bongrip. <laughs> DJ <That's> Bong awesome. <laughs> DJ Bong Rip <laughs> walked in there for ten minutes. It's funny if you clicked on that profile and saw what other comments they were, and DJ Bong Rip like now lives in New Jersey and has comments on like the New Brunswick thing or whatever. Oh, like, be awesome. This is Kristen. I went to oh my god, oh my god. If if I if I clicked on DJ Bong Rip and it's like I went to the grave of Mary Ellis with my brother. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you? Why haven't you told me about this DJ Bong Rip? You're DJ Bong Rip. <laughs> It's great. It's a great, great name. But they have a motion alert in there, and then the cops just show up and stand there waiting like, well. That's amazing. Yeah. Stand there with their ticket, their branded ticket for Zombie Get a Road. Paycheck. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I'm not going to presume to know exactly the inner workings of police departments and how all this happens, but I don't think it's quite as cut and dry as sometimes people say. Like, it's not like the cops get the money from that ticket. You know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I have heard urban legends about cops. Maybe they're true. I, I don't know. Like the quota thing, right? Like you got to get X number of tickets out there. I think that's not true. I'm sure it varies state by state. But yeah. from my, my understanding, at least for New Jersey, was that like it's not really a thing. Like there's kind of a number that's like you know, it, it would be average that this amount of people are probably, like, screwing up per month. Yeah, some sort of a statistical... Yeah, yeah. but I don't think that there's something that, that get penalized for not hitting. I have no idea. But I just I think it's know. not quite as simple sometimes as people being like, oh, cops are just printing money by handing out tickets down there. Like, they don't get the money. They don't get to ticket. keep that money. Yeah. They're, like, not incentivized. They don't get paid more if they, like, give out more tickets. Boys, this pizza's courtesy of DJ Bong Rip. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think so. Tonight we dine like kings. <laughs> Because the motion sensor was like pinging a lot. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. at the station. <laughs> Just and waiting. And then I'll, I'll, the lights start blaring, and someone goes, We got one! Yeah. <laughs> they rush in their cop cars to right. Zombie Road because DJ Bong Rip <laughs> is, is going for another uh, <laughs> pipe and a crepe. <laughs> Bong and a blintz. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, so is that Zombie Road? That's Zombie Road. That's amazing. That's, my, that's you know my recollection of Zombie Road. Uh, it's so delightful. my research on Zombie Road. Now, Will, you have a second story for us. We need to kind of talk about ourselves for a moment. Yeah, we do. But I would like to invite you to keep going. You want? Should I just keep going? If you would like to. All right. Let's. Talk. Yeah. Okay. I'd be weird All if right. I just went. Nah, I just can we just sit quietly for a <laughs> well, while? Well, no. You could. I have things too. But can like, we just rest. It seems like you found some stuff, and I, I can save my stuff for another day. So. Oh, you think so? I, have I? Did I? Have I gone massively too long? Well, we were also just talking, so That's it's true. not that all you true. or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're you know not that far from an hour. So oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Um, so before we go any further and hear Will's second story, let's tell you a little story about a place where you can help support your friends over here at Guides the Unknown. A little town. <laughs> a little town called Patreon.com/gttupod, and we have a quota. Mm, and we yeah, need, we do. We need to hit it. So we need to, you know, come in there and help us out. It's a money-making trap. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, it truly is. We're terrible about hiding it. Yes. Um, there are a number of different tiers over there that you can choose from to figure out whatever is most comfortable for you. And we have up to weekly bonus episodes that you get in return as a thank you. We actually have a second podcast only for patrons called The Netherworld Dispatch that comes out every Monday where we do what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. But more of it. We're still always talking about things that are scary, mysterious, horror movies, whatever. But sometimes it takes a different form. And sometimes it, it takes, yeah, sometimes it takes a while. You know, evil never dies. It just changes right. shape, Kristen. Right. And this past Monday, Kristen and I went back out into the world. This yeah. is something that we like doing. And, and Patreon gets a little wild sometimes. Yeah. So uh, this past Monday's episode, Kristen and I get in the car and we go to McDonald's. That's right. Because. There have been those the heavily publicized buckets are back. Yeah. With a ghost's face on it. Right, exactly. Gotta, gotta, gotta have it. We had to get it. So we got Happy Meals so that we could get our hands on those buckets. And they were mean to us. Yeah. No, they were quite rude. Twice. So Twice. it was unmistakable. Yeah. You could, we couldn't just be like, oh, we're just nuts. No, it was... No, we get... we get Pretty clear. Yeah, we get shut down by McDonald's on our show. You can hear it. Brutally it's, rebuffed. It's great. And then we go to Spirit Halloween, mm -hmm. pop around there, and we then... We look at my house decorations. That's what I was about to say. Will's now award-winning house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. we uh, we uh, had decorated our house for Halloween. I wrote a little, uh, wrote a little poem that is on the steps. Yeah. And uh, we won a little town contest, and they gave me a ribbon that said, Most Original Costume. Yeah. So we pinned it to Zoe, who was dressed like Cookie Monster, yep. even though we saw at least one other Cookie Monster. <laughs> That's okay. It was wonderful. It was, she put it was, her spin on it. It was super fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we show off the decorations in there. And in the show, you'll hear me be like, I don't know if I'm going to win. Now you can enjoy I the dramatic irony. I win. I won. Yeah. I won. Yeah. It's totally awesome. The house is so sweet. And as always with all of our shows, there's a video version as well. So mm -hmm. you can listen and we'll describe everything, but you can also watch it. And the links to that are going to be on Patreon. Or what well, they are now on Patreon.com slash GTTU pod. Yeah, that one's waiting for you. Yeah. This coming Monday, we're going to be going back into Unsolved Mysteries. Mm -hmm. We literally watch clips and talk about a segment of one of the shows. Yeah. Um, so like the Patreon is, is we, we put a good amount of effort into the, the Patreon. I hope you enjoy. 
way. It's a money-making yeah. trap, but it literally literally <laughs> more than doubles Guide to the Unknown. Yes. If you just enjoy the, the usual Friday episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also just want to say I uh, have had a, a pretty productive month uh, of making stuff up. Big time. I've got a few stories out there, and guess who's in one of them? Mm-hmm. Chrissy. Yep. Sure am. I wrote a uh, an audio drama, a short one. It's like uh, maybe around 10 minutes long. Yep. Um, uh, but it's a little Halloween story. I know that we're past Halloween, but come on. It's Guide to the Unknown. Halloween's not over. All year. It doesn't die. It's just waiting. Yeah. So uh, go check that out. I call it The Phantom. We released it on the Guide to the Unknown feed, so maybe you've already heard it. I hope that you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Chrissy is fantastic in it. Thank you. Wonderful. Playing Kathleen, a name inspired by our mommy. That's right. Um, uh, I also uh, wrote a story for Chelsea Weber-Smith on the podcast American Hysteria. Mm-hmm. Chelsea asked me if I'd have any interest in contributing a story to a variety show idea they were doing. And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, hear a story I wrote over there about uh, uh, contextualizing Chelsea's show as a tool for uh, causing mayhem. Yep. Uh, which is fun. Uh, Chelsea on the show goes like, I've been afraid of something like this happening. Thank you for manifesting my fear. Yeah, right. It's fun. And uh, I was surprised to wake up uh, today as of this recording and find out that uh, the podcast Nighty Night with Robbie Achaudhary posted a story that I had written for them uh, a good while ago. It's out there now. Nice. It's a story that I remember being like really happy with. So I hope people enjoy that as well. But yeah. a bunch of stories out there. The The audio drama with Chrissy, by the way, I wrote in front of a live audience mm-hmm. on themythtraveler.com. So consider backing me there. And not only will you keep up to date with like little projects that I'm working on on the sides and stuff, but maybe you can join me for an actual uh, creative endeavor. Yeah, totally. Uh, so check that out. And he inserted some names into the uh, audio drama of people who help support him over there. That so is just very saying. Yeah. You could hear yourself pop up somewhere. There's even a voice at the end. Mm. Everybody goes, uh, everybody sign up, signs up by going, Happy Halloween. I took voices from everybody. Yeah. And so we all say Happy Halloween together. And one of them is from. Uh, Dear supporter Dorian. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. So it's very fun. So yeah. check all that out, themythtraveler.com uh, and patreon.com slash pod. I know it's a lot, uh, but really, honestly, do do what's the most comfortable. The yeah. thing that we appreciate the most is that you just enjoy hanging out with us and, Absolutely. and enjoy the show. Yep. Um, all right. So let's talk about another spooky place from Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to you about Lemp. Mansion. What a beautiful name. It's glory. This part Rolls of the right way, off the tongue. Part of the reason I picked lump. it. Straight up. Yeah. It sounds like lump. <laughs> yeah. I live in lump. <laughs> I have bad news for you. I moved to lump. I moved to lump. <laughs> <laughs> but evidently, it is one of the most haunted places of all time. In fact, cool. uh, what is this? KSDK.com says that Life Magazine once called it one of the 10 most haunted places in America. Oh, awesome. I, I Actually, we were just in the, I should mention, in when you uh, join our Patreon, you also get access to our private Discord. And in the Discord, uh, we were just talking about how fun those Life magazines are that kind of like compile, you know, the yeah, yeah, X yeah. number of most scary places in the world. So that is fun to hear. Actually, that also just reminded me, <clears throat> before we get too far from the midsection of the show, Yeah, we, Guide to the Unknown, was ranked... In lifehacker.com's yes. uh, uh, top spooky podcast to listen yep. to. Yep, super wh- cool. Which was uh, wonderful yeah. uh, to, to see. It was a delight. Uh, 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 I, I, I was pumped about it. Yeah, me too. I was too. pumped about it. But so, uh, yeah, Lemp Mansion is evidently one of the most haunted places. Mm-hmm. But why? They say, quote, it's because of the hauntings and the suicides. Oh, all right. That'll do it. That'll do it. Five on your side, that's this like news channel, KDSK, spoke with Betsy Burnett Bellinger, the quote, official paranormal investigator and historian for the Lemp Mansion. Nice. You can be the official paranormal investigator. Of yeah, a, that's pretty awesome. Like, that's, you have like an office and a desk and you're like, yeah, you know, taking leads. <laughs> you have like a press <laughs> ticket in your hand, yeah. I guess. I don't know what you do. Uh, quote, the Lemp family was the premier family in the St. Louis area starting in the 1830s. There was a gentleman by the name of Adam Lemp who came from Germany and started the whole thing. He has a grocery business and eventually went into a brewery that he called the Western Brewing Company. And the Western Brewing Company was located where the Gateway Arch is. Oh, okay. St. Louis's uh, uh, claim to fame. Yeah. Gateway to the West, a gigantic archway. Have you ever been up in it? 
I I think I have, but I don't really remember. How they, about you? They put you in like a tiny little egg. Yeah, it right. Climbs up. It's like Doctor Evil when he escapes. I know. I, I I honestly kind of think I haven't, but I've just heard about it. Claustrophobic. Yeah, I know that doesn't sound enjoyable to me. Scared me. Yeah. So this this brewing company, Lemp, uh, Western Brewing Company by Adam Lemp, uh, was one of the top brewing companies in the country. Top ten in the country. Top twenty in the entire world. Mm. The known universe. How did he get? I, I get. Did did Anheuser Busch end up smushing him? Budweiser, oh, Anheuser Smush. Yeah, because Budweiser is like the St. Louis thing. Is that right? Or Anheuser Busch? It's the same thing, right? Uh, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two Bushes. Wait, and Budweiser, Budweiser and Bush. Those are two different words. Never yeah. mind. Thought they were the same word for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the buh. 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 All I heard was buh. Yeah. I didn't get the frogs to go wise. <laughs> anyway, would have filled it in for you. Thank you. Evidently, three members of the Lemp family committed suicide in that mansion. Oh, boy. Two of them in the same room, 18 years apart. Oh, man. Yeah. In the 1940s, Lemp Mansion became a boarding house. A haunted boarding house. No. But what do the ghosts do? Quote, I heard someone walking around the bed, and it wasn't my partner who was there. It kept walking and walking and circling and circling, and it felt like it leaned over me, and just this gut-wrenching moan. Oh my god! For it to lean over you and lean moan, because it'd be yeah. scary enough if you know you hear that moaning in your room or whatever. But right. to feel like something is coming toward you, leaning over. Yeah. So if something's leaning over you, kind of assume that it's looking at you or something, and then it moans in your face. I know. Aye, aye, aye. It, it, yeah, aye, aye, aye is right. But that that is almost like the only thing that I've I've really got. It's sort of just like notoriously haunted, and obviously the history of the lemp family and the the horrific you know people taking their own lives yeah even in the same room like you can only begin to imagine whatever mm-hmm. trauma and heartache could happen in that house yeah um but that is sort mm-hmm. of just the backdropping for then people are just going like it's haunted now right so that that is it's almost like a simple ghost story certainly as compared to zombie road yeah it's a lot more cut and dry sure. but i do and you know i'm harping a lot on language lately but this this phrasing of it was walking and walking and circling and circling the bed. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of the impossibility of, and this could just be, you know, using these phrases, whatever. Most people obviously have their bed up against a wall. Yeah. Something for most people cannot walk around Can't your circle bed. circle it. So if you heard, if you had like your eyes closed in bed... And you thought you heard Ryan, like, yeah. get out of bed and walk around the bed to maybe go to the dresser or something like that. But then you hear him continue walking and now he's behind you. Oh, my God. That's very scary. See what I'm saying? Yeah, The impossibility of that. Now, I don't think that that's what's intended by this language, but it is what made – I'm being very literal, maybe overly literal, but it is what it made me think. I of. don't know. that. Th- I mean, to say circling does make it sound like going all the way around. So, True. yeah. 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 That makes sense to me. So, like I said, this is mostly a fairly cut and dry cause, and now we're in the haunted stuff. Yeah, so, I've yeah. got now people's uh, uh, experiences mm-hmm. with Lemp Mansion. These are Google reviews. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Celeste had this to say. Two years ago on Google. Wait. No, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you reading? Yes. You're just reading like the little kind of like heading. <laughs> it's when it was posted. It was two years ago on Google. Two years ago on Google. Because uh. it, it even would have made sense with how it started. Because she starts this by saying, I participated in the ghost tour. So I almost read this as, two years ago on yeah, Google, I, I participated in the ghost tour. I get that. What? Yeah. <laughs> I did this on Google. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's me. That's all me. I'll own that one. I participated in the ghost tour, had lunch and dinner, and stayed the night in the William Lemp suite for two nights. This place is definitely haunted. My friends and I experienced plenty of paranormal activity, such as voices, footsteps, smells. Uh-oh. Kristen with a shovel. <laughs> yeah. Outside your window. Gingerly leaving. <laughs> Leavings. I heard a plop, a giggle, and then I smelled something. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know where it was coming from, and I had this feeling that I never would. Yeah. <laughs> it would plague me forever, yeah. and I wouldn't know who was behind it, but it would be this 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, smells, 
blankets being pulled, etc. One of the nights we stayed, um, we were in the house completely alone. The history is intriguing. The food was good and reasonably priced. The building itself is beautifully creepy. If you're into the paranormal or even if you're just looking for a place to eat, I'd recommend. Wait, so I, I'm, Wear appropriate I'm shoes, about... lots of winding stairs, five stars. Mm, well, that's great. Um, I'm surprised to hear that they were there all by themselves. I guess I had... a. This is all just in my head imagining. I guess I'd imagine that it was almost run as a, a hotel sort of thing if there's a restaurant and stuff. There, yeah. But I guess it's an Airbnb-esque situation where there's also a restaurant operating during the day, but you can sleep there alone at night. On Google, it was only listed as a restaurant. <clears throat> huh, to the point that I was like, I don't, I don't even know if like, this is the right there? place I have. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I, evidently, I did not copy down a particular review. I tried to avoid – some people were just like being like – Staff was nasty. This guy said this to me. And yeah. you, you just never know. Maybe it was an off night. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I want to besmirch the place. Of course. But uh, somebody gave it a one star review and it was really weird. Uh-huh. They were like, I walked in the front door, checked in, and then they informed me that I can never use that door again. <laughs> what? That door was to be like left alone for some other purpose. And the only way in or out of the building was a steep, winding metal spiral staircase. <laughs> it was like. That sucks. <laughs> that sounds weird. Yeah. Like the Haunting of Hill House, that big spiral staircase. How like, could this be? You look up and Carla Gugino is smiling <laughs> yeah. at you. It's very strange. It's I guess they, they went in through like a service door or something. I guess. I, I don't know. Oh, man. Um, all right. Uh, great food. Very attentive staff. We will be back again. This is a historic haunted mansion. The only issue, but not an issue at all, is trying to have a romantic dinner. And having the ghost hunters or the dinner theater <laughs> participants funny. come join you at your table. <laughs> That's extremely invasive. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it's a very intimate dinner. Gary, Tanya, yeah. how's the steak? Is it a ghost? You gotta... Ghost hunters and murder mystery dinner theater? Why are they? All together. Yeah. You're sitting at a table for two, and they crowd over. Like, they have to, like, eat their dinner on their knees, but they're sitting at your table with you, just looking at you. God. I want to talk to you. I'm going to be in character the whole time. <laughs> that reminds me of a, a wedding that I went to for, again, one of my dear friend Sarah's relatives, where the DJ that they had hired um, also sang an original composition yeah. and walked around to the tables. It was very in-your-face while he was singing this song that he had written. <laughs> very weird so, some some people must like that they must i know someone somewhere is into that and we all have to suffer because absolutely of it. i i've been on both sides yeah. i'll just <laughs> put it that way I, I, you were fraser i've been paid to annoy you while you eat your dinner yeah but you weren't like coming up to people like people had paid to attend a murder mystery dinner thing i also most people were spared because when the characters sat at the tables a lot of the time i just disappeared behind the curtain and did not come back. Oh, I forgot that characters sat at the tables. I don't know if that actually happened to our table. I think I sat with you. Oh, okay. Thereby sort remember. of sparing you, yeah, but it right. also allowed me to drop the character. Right, right, right. I didn't sit there and be like, who's Will? I'm Fraser Crane. <laughs> that would have been crazy if I did that to you and mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I stayed in character. What a blip on my weird like performance radar. I know. I Isn't know. It's weird that that's a thing I did totally. for months. Totally. A long time. And a long drive. That was a schlep. It was a long drive. That's a hard place to get to. It was at Peddler's Village, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's far from us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was pedaling. <laughs> yeah, you're look, you're wheeling, you're dealing, you're peddling my, and hustling. On my pedal bike, <laughs> hoping to make a few cents and some chicken. Right. They made us eat chicken up in the attic. It was great. <laughs> it was yeah. delicious chicken. That's great. It was really Worth good. it for the chicken. And Peddler's Village was adorable. Oh, yeah. I know. The reason I know it's far away is because I kind of want to go, but then I'm like, meh. I want to go. That sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so they make you, they make everybody sit at your table. All right. Here's another review. That was four out of five stars for that. Mm -hmm. They took off a star because the ghost hunters eat with you. <laughs> they eat some of your Honestly, food. Honestly, fair. If there's not been warning. There's no warning. Yeah. And somebody's that like, sucks. you're going to finish your peas. <laughs> and they're like, you know, you're looking at your plate. You see an EMF meter coming right. in from the left, yeah. like over your spaghetti fork. Belching and then saying like, maybe like a really funny joke. Like, oh, that was, I think I spotted a ghost of my meal. Yeah. That's not what you're there for. It's a good joke, though. It is a good joke. All right, so here's the last review that I have uh, from Tim. <laughs> uh, awesome food, awesome service, not a bad price, certified haunted boo scary. Five out of five. 
Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. You know what? It seems like he hit all the important points that you want to make sure you get out. He got all the buzzwords in. Awesome food, awesome service. Not a bad price. Certified haunted. Boo scary. That's very funny. And then I did find a Reddit thread Mm -hmm. um, that asked a very key question that that yields some interesting responses. Do any of you guys have a creepy experience at the the Lemp Mansion? So I've got this uh, comment back. Uh, went there for dinner, and when I came out, a homeless guy was straight up pissing on the side of my car. Oh my god. I yelled, and he- the side of your car. (laughs) Oh man. I yelled, and he made eye contact and kept pissing. (laughs) That is scary. I went to his shopping cart and started pissing on it. We stared, eyes locked, pissing on each other's ride. Okay. (laughs) We finished him first and sauntered past each other. Eyes locked. He kind of nodded. I returned the nod and we parted ways. Creepy, but I feel he respected my flex. (laughs) Is that a copy pasta? Four out of five would piss there again, and it was posted by (laughs) Stankenstein. (laughs) The entire thread is stuff like that. Uh, Nobody gave a a single honest answer. But I, I, for the first sentence, it had me, and I was like, right, right. I wonder if it's. I'm putting this in my notes. (laughs) I wonder if it's a copy pasta where people like post that everywhere, where like the first sentence sounds like, oh, okay, I'm getting into it. And then you're like, damn it, it's this again. Can't possibly be. (laughs) Four to five would piss there again. (laughs) That's 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 really psychotic. From Stankenstein. Yeah, this is where I stopped to read. I'll read you a part of one more, and then I was okay. like, I, I can tell the rest of these are maybe, maybe they'll be funny, maybe they'll be like this. Yeah. I straight up saw a ghost there. It was at dusk. I was walking down the street, and sure as shrimp, mm-hmm. there it was near the side of the house. It was the first time I'd ever seen a Gengar in the wild. What is that? Pokemon. <laughs> I hit it with a raspberry, R-A-Z-Z, and threw an ultimate ball at it. It was a first throw curveball catch. Damn thing was one star, so I put it in the gym and kept walking. <laughs> like, got it. Uh, that's <laughs> Wait, so, this is good. Reddit is so funny. Sometimes. Well, yeah. Here's here's a good. That was uh, let's let's uh, cite our sources. So we had Stankenstein first. Yep. That was posted by Used to Be Smart. Mm-hmm. Here's another one that I just took a gander at and enjoyed. Yeah, my partner, my partner and I did the murder mystery dinner, and there was this creepy 50-something... Oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm reading the wrong one. Here, here it is. Here it is. My buddy stayed there for his wedding, and I was really caught off guard by how large the bathroom was in his room. You could easily have fit three to four people in sleeping bags on the floor. It's that big. <laughs> what? It's by Baroque works. That's so weird. That's just stupid. <laughs> Great. Just, just <laughs> yeah. to be stupid. Yep. Um... Whatever. Or no, it really it could be genuine. You think, that you think that one's genuine? <laughs> I think it's not impossible. People think weird things, myself included. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that you'd look at a giant bathroom and be like, oh my God, this is so huge. You can fit three or four people in sleeping bags on the floor. Like that's the unit of measure yeah, that maybe. pops into your head. Well, that was Baroque works. Let's, <laughs> do you want to give them another one a shot? Yeah. This is Swamp Chicken 56. Does that give you high hopes or? Yes. Okay. My brother got married there a few years ago and I saw some of the creepiest unexplained phenomenon of my life. My cousin got hammered and made out with a mannequin. Okay. See? Yeah, all right. Swamp chicken sort of failed stop us. reading. Right. <laughs> you know, but that first one. That first one is gold. <laughs> first one got me good. And the Pokemon one. The Pokemon one. Yeah, the Pokemon one, it turned out to be more fun to say than when I read it and I saw a Gengar and just stopped reading. <laughs> Saying it out loud. It, 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 it works. It sparked again. Yeah. It sparked again. But Stankenstein... <laughs> Stankenstein yeah. is all I need. Is the champion of all. That's very true. Um, I so I th- so we're gonna save my stories for another day. Okay. Um, but I did think of something that happened to me while I was there that was scary, and that's like God's the unknowny. Yeah. So I went to a haunted. I guess you would say like a, a haunted trail or whatever, like where you walk and there are haunted things that like pop out at you in the woods or something. Uh, when I was there and I, I think it was by Mizzou, which is the college, mm-hmm. like the state of Missouri or Missouri state college or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a friend who's like brother went there and we, we went to this haunted house there and there was like a clown in there. And you know, like I've been super scared of clowns and I'm sure I was like annoying and 13 to 16. was like making it a thing that I'm scared of clowns. So, one of I, I guess like one of my friends was like oh the clown stay away from Kristen she's scared of clowns and so then this clown started going like Kristen Kristen yeah. and then the other like 
actors in the haunt all started doing it and Kristen, saying, Kristen, Kristen. <laughs> if only. No, they all just started being like, Kristen, 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 like from like all the corners. And I was like, ah. but it was also kind of awesome. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I like that. I'm, but, I'm into that. Yeah, but all, the environment's all scary and spooky. So I was like, eh, stop. But it was also neat. I, I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, I've got, I've, I, I have a mini, a ve- sure. like a very mini, which is why it didn't really make my, my full notes, but it is mm-hmm. kind of fun. It's just, pretty small yeah uh, i'm gonna tell you quickly about peace church cemetery oh cool it's evidently near joplin missouri and i got this from khmor khmo radio.com mm-hmm. this essentially boils down to the following there was a guy in the 1950s named billy cook yeah this is a this is a true crime case you can literally the, probably true crime shows have covered this guy yeah he um he found his mother dead when he was five he was in institutions all the time as a kid. He was released in his early 20s. He uh, kidnapped a family mm-hmm. and made them drive him. The way Wikipedia says it, it's like he made them drive at random places for 72 hours across tons of state lines oh from California God. back to Missouri, where he had originally grown up. It said that like his dad raised him in an abandoned mine mm-hmm. after his mother's death. Like Just a horrible, awful life. Yeah. To the point that... And recently, talking about the Halloween movies, you and I have talked a lot about nature versus nurture mm-hmm. stuff. It sort of informed my feelings looking at this guy. And, and he's eventually given the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people saying, like, no, to some degree, institutions failed this guy. So we also bear the responsibility for his actions. He annihilated this family. Right. He killed the entire family. Um, so he's put to death. And his body is, oh, this was a crazy fact. He, he escaped after he killed the family, uh-huh. and he escaped to Mexico, mm-hmm. and there was no extradition process from Mexico to the United States. So, again, according to the Wikipedia for Billy Cook, right. I don't know, uh, they just pushed him across what? the border to get him out of their country. Like, an unofficial just sort of, like, give him the boot out. Yeah. And there are cops basically standing on the other side of that line. Oh, my God. And just immediately arrest him. So he's uh, put to death because the the attorney general of the United States of America, he was originally he was originally not given the death penalty until mm-hmm. the attorney general goes like, poppycock, yeah. I had a tough childhood. If anybody should be killed, it's this guy. Yeah. And that's why he's killed. Uh, and his last words were something along the lines of, I hate all your guts and you hate mine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, like he told his he told his father, like. You know, I, I vow that I will live by the gun. Like oh, my it, God. It, 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 tough. Yeah. Um, so his body is sent back to Joplin, Missouri mm-hmm. to be buried. They do not bury him in the cemetery. This uh, peace, whatever, whatever I said. Yeah. Peace Church Cemetery. He's buried just outside the cemetery. They're always pushing him over a line, this, this guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's interesting. He's buried just mm-hmm. outside, theoretically, just outside of like consecrated ground. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah, I assume something like that. So the story goes wow. as follows, and this this brings us back to this original article that I, I mentioned from khmoradio.com. Uh, some have left this haunted Missouri cemetery with scratches. It is believed that beyond death, uh. This uh, this guy yeah. is throwing rocks at people from <laughs> over the fence, pelting people with rocks, and when possible, reaching out to scratch into their skin in, oh, a, in a rage or a jealousy or just still in death trying to do as much damage as possible. Don't know. But Billy- Or maybe the scratching is trying to grip onto them to crawl his way over across oh, the line. bring me in. Yeah. Either way, Billy Cook- is buried just outside the cemetery. That's a really wild story. Very micro. Right? Yeah. It's not and like no, but worthwhile. Yeah, kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. But those are those are three spooky places. Two, yeah. Two point five. Yeah. Spooky places from uh, our brief old stomping grounds, Missouri. That's right. Yeah. Our stint in Missouri. I hope we did a uh, uh, Missouri proud JD. Yes. Hope you enjoyed. 
Uh, there you go, everybody. So yeah. we're going to hold on Christy, Missouri for another day. Yeah. Look, I, I have a, a running list of things that I didn't get to on the show uh. that I've been compiling, and we'll just go through them someday. Yes, 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 yes. Interesting. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I didn't Don't mean sorry. for this to be the, the case. I offered it up. I know you did. I yeah. know you did. No, it's fine. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I had a feeling that you had a lot for us to chew on. I didn't think I did, but I, I just had fun sort of like talking about this stuff yeah. and talking about our past. Well, I guess it was that. And... I had a feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, everybody, uh, thank you yeah. so much for hanging out with us. We hope that you had a good time, too. Yep. Um, please consider going to gttupod.com to get everything that this show has to offer, all of our old shows, links to all those Patreon shows, mm-hmm. links to merch, our P.O. box, uh, ad stuff, yep. contact stuff, uh, dive in. And yes, if you want to get straight to the exclusive shows, hit up patreon.com slash gttupod. I think you'll find a tier that fits. Yeah. And uh, if you're able to, you can double the amount of Guide to the Unknown up on that demon tier and get a new show every single Monday. That's right. There is like 80, 80 shows and 80 commentary something. tracks and ghost hunts waiting for you the second you sign up. Yeah. It'll just instantly become yours. Yep. Um, so check all that stuff out. TheMythTraveler.com for some of my stories, a lot of fiction stuff over there, and sometimes streams, and maybe you can join me for a future project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hope that you enjoy all of that, the new Rabia Chaudhary episode. Uh, it's called, um, uh, I called it Vultures. Something about family. Anyway, go look at yeah, it. Yeah, if it's the episode that came out today, you can tell them that. What's the date? Today is... What? November Did it come 1st. out today? Yes. Okay, so yeah, the November 1st episode, you can hear Will's story in. Thank you. And you can also go to gttupod.com. Uh, actually, you just said that, didn't you? Yeah. So, uh, so, so we're good. So quit parroting me. The, the Robbie Acharya episode is called All in the Family. Oh, okay. I've cool. got a number of stories over there, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you all so much. Follow at gttupod on all social media. Yep. And also follow us. Yep, I'm at Chillin' Kristen. I am at The Myth Traveler. So we will see you again next week for more spooky stuff to share with you. (laughs) But until that time comes, (laughs) we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. We'll see you next time for more spooky stuff to share with you. (laughs) I like it. It's funny. That's a that good sign-off, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good start. Our regular tagline. I'm I a like pro. It. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah you are. I'm a regular... Give me mm. a radio host. What's his name? Regis Don Imus? I'm a regular Don Imus. Yep. Wah, <laughs> wah. <laughs>